Welcome, everybody, to the Seattle Sports Union Podcast. My name is Abraham DeWeese. We are back once again with Brian, the Soul Man, Solak, and Matthew Page. How are you doing this bright and sunny day, guys? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. It's a beautiful day out there, definitely. Happy Mother's Day to all our listeners who are mothers, by the way. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Mothers are okay. <laughs> all right, guys. So, How are you, Abe? How are you, Abe? Uh... I'm, I'm trudging along. Uh, I almost hurt myself. I almost gave myself a hernia this last week, listening to the, uh, uh, Earl Thomas story on, uh, <laughs> on various bits of, in forms of media. Hilarious the stuff. Saga. What's that? The, the Earl Thomas saga and how the Ravens tried to get rid of their contract with him. Before we yep. get to that, why don't you tell us, Matt, what exactly happened? Uh, his wife caught him cheating and pointed a gun at him. I think that's pretty much the gist of it. Well, those are the bullet points, but you forgot about the orgy. His brother, his brother being in the orgy. Uh, Hey, hey, a little orgy (laughs) never hurt anyone. All right. I mean, you know, it's all good. All right. Uh, you forgot about, you forgot about her breaking into his Snapchat account. Uh, you forgot about, (laughs) well, that's. That's normal for a you know a, a, a dysfunctional couple. I mean, that's not really that 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 huge. You forgot about uh, Earl Thomas's alcoholism, and you forgot about <laughs> you forgot about <laughs> her actually taking the magazine out of the gun, but not knowing that there was a round in the chamber <laughs> when she was waving around the gun in Earl Thomas's face. Uh, okay, obviously I didn't pay as closely attention to the to this uh, of this um, soap opera that uh, as you did, Abe. Well, because um, because there's so precious little in sports to look at, I spent hours laughing and 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 you know just cajoling about this uh, <laughs> the state of affairs. Eh? Eh? At this affairs? at this man who is a victim of 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 armed assault. He technically is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's not, I mean, that's not really that funny if you think about it. I mean, come on, man. Oh, it's funny. Orgy, orgy with your brother is always funny. It's it's never uh, not funny. That part is funny. The way, <laughs> the pointing of a gun at him that's loaded is not so much. Uh, I'll tell you what's I'll tell you what's uh, sobering, and that would be the Seahawks kind of got out of uh, dealing with this crazy man. They dodged a bullet. Yeah, so to speak. <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah, I don't know. They, they, um, yeah, not really they, a pun, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, yeah, they, uh, right? I mean, they, they, as you said, dodged a bullet, um, pulled out of that, well, the, audibled out of that shotgun formation. The Ravens, oh, the, okay. The Ravens uh, showed how classy of an organization they are by seeing a victim of a uh, of an armed assault and trying to use that as a way to break his contract when he was clearly the victim and not the perpetrator. Let, let's get to that. Yet, one, let's get to that one second. I just want to go back to dodging, dodging a bullet. Um, so like taking a look at the, uh, it was kind of a sad state of, uh, yeah, sad state of the situation where we had problems in the defensive backfield. Um, what were your thoughts on Earl Thomas leaving? I mean, would it have been better to put up with his antics and keep him? Or, you know, as Matt said, is this just a just a lucky dodging? Of the- I, I, 
I, I'm glad you asked. Here's my answer. When he when he left, I threw away his jersey, which I had bought in a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Normally, I keep things like that, but he turned into a douchebag, if I'm allowed to say that. And sure. I think I felt like he was a cancer in the locker room, and I, I was happy to see him gone. Like I said, I. I, I probably should have burned the jersey and joined America. <laughs> America likes to burn people's jerseys. I should have went with that, but he, he, he's a cancer in the locker room. He, he didn't need it. I, I didn't miss him this year at all. I mean, I know we have our problems on defense, but I was happy to see him go. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I never... I'll say I was wrong because I thought it was a tremendous mistake to alienate him and kick him out the door. But uh, seeing as how seeing as how he was kind of, he was above average last year, but he wasn't Earl Thomas. And as well, seeing that, uh, uh, you know, all the stuff that he's going through, you know, off the field. Ooh, I am so glad we do not have this guy, but I don't feel a hatred for him. I think he's just a nut job. I I think there's probably something seriously wrong with this guy. Well, he's, he's, Sounds like he's struggling with alcohol and, and all that and, and addiction. Um, but yeah, uh, I personally, I was, I didn't want to see him go because he was by far the, the most talented of the Legion of Boom. He was number, he was number one by far of the, the, the trifecta of, of great, you know, defensive backs that we had. Um, he's a, he's a future Hall of Famer. Say whatever else you want about him, but he is a future Hall of Famer. Um, and I was bummed to see him go, but seeing this makes me realize exactly how much we probably didn't know about what was going on, you know, in terms of his impact on the combat. I mean, yeah, we knew he oh, was, sure. he had a rough, he had a rough relationship and we knew he was very unhappy the last year and so forth. And he flipped off, uh, Pete Carroll and, and all that. We knew, we knew all that, but, uh, there was probably more indicators and red flags on the, on the, on the inside that we, you know, our, our organization tends to be pretty, pretty mum on these kind of things. And, and, um, and that's, that's good. That's professional. But um, yeah, so it, it, it all, it all kind of starts to make a little more sense now. I was bummed to see him go because of his level of talent, what he brought to the field, but yeah, now I'm, now I'm not so, not so bummed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Well, hey, another big thing happened this week, and that's the Seattle Seahawks schedule came out. And yes, I'm the guy who makes fun of other fans who give a darn about a schedule in May when the teams aren't even complete, <laughs> when when there's nothing, you know, uh, sports-wise going on, though. I got to say, I've been reviewing this schedule because I got nothing else to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, let's go through it, guys. Let's take a look at the the Seahawks' upcoming schedule, assuming uh, COVID doesn't screw everything up. Uh, let's go all things all things being equal. That the games start on September thirteenth. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys oh, if well, these wait, are... wait, 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 before you get in before you get into the uh, the regular schedule, we should talk about the preseason schedule. Why? Is Why? There a pre- is there a preseason schedule? Yeah, there is. Okay. We're, we're hosting the Chargers and the and the Raiders. We do that every and year. Not every year. Raiders are on our schedule every year. Have been for. Uh, we don't always host them, and I don't care about the Raiders. I want to see the Chargers. Okay. I might actually go to the uh, the Chargers game. Is what I wanted to say. All right. You do that, Matt. 
because I ordered a powder blue Chargers uniform uh, for my boy Herbert. Not but not a bear. Not a bear. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Go on. <laughs> go, go on. Go on into the regular the regular season. Fine. Everyone knows the. No, no. Before. Let's talk Oregon Ducks. Uh, wash washed up no. husbands. Let's do that. No, no. Let's, let's let's talk about the let's talk about the regular season that doesn't matter because preseason is where everything is fun. No, no, no. I was down at the car wash and I saw Keely Smith there, uh, give him twenty oh bucks. Give him twenty bucks to wash my car. Uh, <laughs> you, you must have. You, did you did you pay Joey Harrington at the gas station? No, the, uh, on the way. He was shining. The, he was shining shoes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, this oh, is. Are we done with the, Are we done with Oregon Ducks quarterbacks at this point? They might come back uh, up for now. Okay, all right. For okay. now, all right. <laughs> well, let's talk. Let's talk about uh, Week One, September thirteenth, at Atlanta, at the Mercedes Benz Arena. Brought to you by Sports. Chick-fil-A? Yeah, Chick Fil A or something. I don't know. <laughs> they actually have. They have uh, they have Chick Fil A's in that stadium, but they but since Chick Fil A doesn't work <laughs> Sunday, they don't they aren't open. <laughs> There's funny. two or three Chick Fil A's in in that stadium, and then they're only good for like Monday night games and for Saturday games. They did do something rather fascinating. I don't know if you guys saw this. They offer beers at about six dollars. The same oh, one, really? I didn't yeah, know that. the same ones that are ten, twelve bucks at every oh, other stadium. Nice. Uh, their idea is they're going to make money anyway because every soccer game is sold out. There's no need to charge extravagant, you know, um, pricing for, you know, like they do in the NFL. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right, guys. Uh, Falcons. Seahawks. Yes. Seahawks versus Falcons. Seahawks are going to have the, yet again, the, NFL's uh, uh, most traveled schedule, and we got to go down to Atlanta on this. On this, luckily, it's the first game of the year, so it's, the long trip hopefully isn't that much of a murder. But I mean, this is a 10 a.m. start. Uh, it's you know, it's it's a team in the Falcons that went seven and nine last year. We didn't know what they were. I mean, they looked like garbage. But when I looked at them. I'm like, oh, there's a star player. There's a star player. There's a star player. How is your team seven and nine? <laughs> and That's why a did solid you? Question. Yeah. What, what What do you guys think about these Falcons? Do the Seahawks have to be worried? So, like, what do you think? Um, I think the Hawks are going to be overconfident, and, and, I, and they should worry about the Falcons if if they're healthy going into it. If, if our defense remains how it is right now, we don't get any more defensive rushers signed. I uh, see the Seahawks, even though we went what four or five and oh on the 10 o'clock games last year, which was rare for us. I think we're going to start out the year with oh and one and we're going to lose to the Falcons. Woo-hoo, Matt, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to have to agree. I think, I think that's a loss. Uh, the Falcons are like you said, it, it, I don't know why they went seven and nine last year. There's too much talent on that team. And everyone's going to be healthy, and everyone's going to be present, and everyone's going to want to avenge that record. And we still have some holes. We're we're not perfect, and it's their house. I could see us. I could see us losing a close one there. Yep. I think that the cracks in the Falcons are that the crack is much deeper than 
anyone had ever suspected. It took them, oh God, what were they? they it, Dan Quinn was going to lose his job. And it took them like a miraculous comeback at the end of the season to 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 keep him, you know, somewhat employed. So I, I think I think there's huge cracks. I think Dan Quinn's an amazing uh I think he's an amazing defensive guy. But uh as a head coach, he doesn't seem to know how to put together a team. And they consistently consistently load up on wide receivers. Um yes, will will they score on the Seahawks? Yes, they will. Will they stop the Seahawks? No, they won't. I got the Seahawks down for a win. All right. Todd Gurley will run for over 100 yards that game. Mark my words. <laughs> Todd Gurley's knee. His knee will fall if off halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, he'll still have 75 yards by then when it falls off. But He'll still be in court with the Rams trying to get his money. Um, so <laughs> let's go to week two. September 20th here in Seattle against... The New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, and Jason Stidham. What do you guys think of this powerhouse for the last two decades? Uh, they're Patriots are rebuilding. I know they got Bill Belichick and probably some tricks up their sleeves, but Sunday night game in, in, in our house, Russell Wilson got this. It'll probably be close because we're still going to be working – you know, on their wonderful defense, figuring out who's going to play what and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So I'll, I'm saying maybe 27 to 20 Seahawks, but we'll definitely win this game. Not worried. Okay. What do you think, Matt? Um, I, I have to uh, agree. This is, this is, this is the rebuilding year. It's going to only be one year because they, I think after this year, they're, they're kind of in salary cap jail. They have to like next year. They'll have like a hundred million dollars available in terms of cap room, but right now they have almost none, and and um, they don't really have an identity without Brady. They never really had an identity other than Brady. Um, so this is kind of their reset year. See what they have. Uh, see what they can aim for next year, and um, and so forth. So uh, I think they're going to take a big step back, and I think we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll win handily. I got to win. I got to win as well. I mean, this team is offensively hot garbage. There's no Brady. There's no, there's no Gronkowski. Um, I don't, you know, Sonny Michelle is okay, you know, but is he great? I don't know. Um, Edelman really, you know, showed his age last year at 33. He also came off of that um, PED suspension, which people don't like to talk about who are Patriots uh, fans. That's right. Patriots fans. Your team has murderers and PED abusers. There you go. Uh, so <laughs> I, I can't name, I can't name another receiver that they have. Oh wait, who's that Arizona State guy? In Keel, oh, yeah, they got last year. Kill Harry. Henry or Harry? Is yeah, Harry. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, he spent most of the season hurt. Okay, so, well there you yeah. go. Uh, great, great defense they have. I love, I love uh, uh, that Alabama guy Hunt. Hunt uh, Donta, Donta Hightower. Hightower. Thank you. <laughs> God, I've watched so much SEC football. You think I could get that in my head by now? Uh, they got that BYU guy, Calvin Noy. Love him. Jamie Collins. Probably the best linebacking core next to the Seahawks. Actually, no. I take it back. They got three great linebackers as opposed to the Seahawks, two great linebackers. I think they got the best. Um, and then somehow Bilicek always just keeps coming up with defensive backs. Um, but no, it's got to be a win, doesn't it? 
I mean, that offense doesn't scare me. I mean, yeah, I don't see them do anything. Okay. All right. I agree. Okay. All right. We're all in agreement there. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, here comes the big one. How about them Cowboys? They come to the Seattle Seahawks on week three. What would that be? Uh, 27th, of, 27th of September. Tell me what you think about them Cowboys. We'll have Joe Buck and Troy Aikman in the stadium too. Just be prepared <laughs> for that. All right. So we'll, everybody loves them. Okay. So as you're watching, <laughs> as you're watching it on mute, <laughs> what do you think the game's going to look like? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'd see. Uh, it's, this is going to be a high-scoring affair just because Dallas, Dallas has got some offense this year, even with Prescott not the great, being the greatest quarterback in the world, but he's got a, two or three great receivers. He's got Ezekiel Elliott, strong offensive line. Their defense is suspect, but our defense is also suspect. I, uh, I think this is a Russell Wilson game where he's going to pull it out at the end, probably – 41 to 38 Seahawks. I will go with Matt. Um, I think it will be a, a lot less closer than that. I think we're going to pretty much dominate them. Uh, they, they, they have no defense. They don't even have a, a, a pretended defense. They don't even know what a defense looks like. And they never <laughs> have. Jones, they GM. Uh, yeah, their offense is looking scarier, but I'd, don't consider Dak Prescott to be the kind of quarterback that can really take advantage of that. He's great at handing the ball off to Ezekiel Elliott. That's about it. Um, so I, I, I see us winning that game without too much trouble. So the funny thing about Dak Prescott, he's never had a quarterback rating over 100. Uh, no, he did in his first year. Uh, yeah, I think his first year. Was that the year they went to the playoffs and beat the Seahawks? Uh, I think so. Okay. I think you're right. Anyway, he's had one season over, over hundred quarterback rating. Um, last Mm -hmm. year he was asked to throw the ball a lot more and all of a sudden his interceptions started going up. (laughs) Big surprise. Um, they had, they had their chance last year. And like you guys said, there's no, there's no defense. Uh, I mean, they, their, their defense was their offense basically. And when they're, when they're doing the smart thing and doing ground and pound, they win games when they do the dumb thing and decide to air the ball out. They lose games. That's why they're an eight and eight team. Eight and eight is kind of the record of a average team. Seahawks win this one handily. I mean, uh, it's, it's going to be a shootout, but I, I see the Seahawks taking control and throttling them to be honest. Real, real quick before you move on, the Cowboys got their new coach, Mike McCarthy. Do you think he can make a difference with Prescott or no, there's no hope for him. Yeah, that's a very that's a very important thing because you're right. Um, we do need to think about there's a new regime. Can this new regime change change their uh, uh, um, their tendencies? For their sake, I hope so. I as long as Jerry Jones is in charge, I don't see it though. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, can can any changes really take effect and impact? in week three. Well, think about this. Yeah. Think about Maybe this. Maybe as the season goes by, they can start to make those changes and really adjust, but can they? Re- can he really fundamentally alter the culture that's been there for so long? Because well, Jason Garrett was a coach for 47 years. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Well, and he, was, and he was because he was a yes man. 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, but I mean, my point is, is that they have an established culture. They've had it for so long. How, can, how quickly can McCarthy change it? And by week three, is that really possible? His first year, I don't think so. Well, it's kind of funny if you look at every every coach that the Cowboys have had. Jimmy Johnson told Jerry Johnson, "Stop fiddling with the team," and Jimmy Johnson got fired. <laughs> um, before yep. him, before him, Tom Lam Tom Landry was like. Uh, what are you doing with the team, Jerry Jones? I knew you just bought the team, but you're kind of changing everything around. He got fired. Um, Parcells. Parcells got fired because he kept telling, <laughs> he kept yep. wanting a defense, and Jerry Jones kept not, he didn't give him a quarterback, and he didn't give him a defense, and Parcells was like, how am I supposed to win under these conditions? Yeah. Yep. Um, Wade, Wade, uh, Wade Phillips and Garrett were yes-men. Is McCarthy a yes man? I don't know. I mean, what do we know from him about what do we know about him from the Packers? We know that he used to get into fights with Rodgers. So maybe he does, yeah. you know, maybe he's got the maybe he's got the cojones to do it. I don't know. Um I'm just going based off of recent history and Jerry Jones. So um Fair enough. Good analysis. It would not surprise me. I'm glad you brought it up though. So like it would not surprise me if everything changes because McCarthy comes in. Uh, I mean, they got Andy Dalton. I didn't see yep. that. I didn't see that coming. So that was, that was a curve and, and it, and yeah, it was a nice move. All right. Great. Sense. Great. Uh, October moving in October 4th, uh, Miami at Miami. Once again, we have to go across the nation down to South beach uh, Miami is a mess of a team, as you saw. They had the first, no, they didn't have the first round, first pick overall. They had the third pick overall, and got to a tongue of a yeah. uh, Plus, like three more in the first round. Yeah, they had. You're right. They had a lot of picks. They had a whole bunch of picks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, they have a bunch of picks next season too. If I remember right, the last time though that the Seahawks went down there, the sprinklers went off and Cameron Wade <laughs> uh, beat up on our quarterback. So even though even though they're a weak team, it is rare that we play in Miami. Um, does that does that move the meter for you guys at all? No, no. Nope. It's, it's it's gonna be an easy win. They're a joke of a team right now. I agree. The Seahawks will win by at least by two touchdowns, and I, I foresee Jaron Reed breaking Tua's other hip. <laughs> Ouch. That's mean, but possible. Possibly, yeah. Fortunately, that once that those kind of injuries, once they happen, they they're very you know very possible to redo them, and the arthritis that comes with that kind of an injury is going to happen sooner or later. So exactly, yeah. If it weren't not not necessarily in week four of his first year, but yeah. So my question comes <laughs> up: uh, Is Tua Tagovailoa a bad pick? I, I kind of look at it from the perspective of they had so many picks. Why not? But I mean, it, it's not it's it's not going to pan out. I don't think they needed a quarterback more than anything. He gives them a quarterback. They have Fitzpatrick to play now, and they get Tua up to speed. But and which is the right thing to do. But they chose the quarterback that's going to have the shortest career. And everyone knows he's going to have the shortest career. And maybe, you know, the, the candle burns brightest from both ends and he might have the most 
amazing career of everyone, but it's going to be the shortest career of the of the prospects from this draft, probably in terms of if they stick at the at the at the level. Right. Um, so, I you know for that or that high of a pick, I mean, I want my if I have fourth overall or third overall, it was I I want I want a guarantee. You know, I, I want to, I want to pick the dude that that I know I can count on for the next ten years. I do too, but I almost wonder if they were looking at it from perspective of we got to get people excited about Miami football because we know people in Miami don't go to watch sports unless you're winning or there's some reason. They even don't. They don't even. And they even, don't that, even that. Even that. It's yeah. yeah. It's up there. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Devil Rays would like to like a word with you on that. <laughs> So, like, good idea or bad idea to pick up Tua Tonga Veloa? Uh, it's worth a shot. Like, like Matt said, they got Ryan Fitzpatrick there for now for the next year or two, while Tua gets healthy and learns the system. And it's a big name, and hopefully, it'll bring the fans. But I, I, I don't see him lasting that long in that career. I mean, it'll, it, I guess it depends on the next two years with their 8,000 draft picks, if they can get him <laughs> some help, you know, you know, running back and wide receiver. I mean, they got to, they're, they're lying too. I mean, they, they don't can't afford, you know, him to get injury. I mean, the guy gets hurt just like that. In fact, he probably just got hurt during our podcast. So, <laughs> so I, I mean, it, 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 right now is a good choice but we'll see what happens. I, I don't still don't think he's going to have a long career in the NFL. Right on. Uh, so the new, the new Carolina Panthers. So I, I assume the Seahawks who no longer have Carolina on there, they don't have them on the schedule, do they? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't see it. Okay. Um, but I assume in their place, we now must have Minnesota on our schedule every year for some reason. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm getting a little tired of playing these guys as, as I was getting tired playing the Panthers. I'd like to play some other teams for a change. Um, but October 11th, uh, we host the Vikings. What do you guys think about the Vikings? School, 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 school. Uh, that was Vikings me. are good. I, I don't think they get enough credit. I think the Vikings are, they were decent last year and they had a heck of a draft this year and if, if they stay healthy, this is going to be a close game. But uh, it's a Sunday night game again. Wilson behind the helmet. Just those are the types of games Wilson just thrives in. I say Seahawks win a close one. Matt, um, I have to disagree. I think this is this is uh, this is definitely a loss. Uh, the Vikings are all around far better than we are. Um, they don't have any significant holes, um, unlike us. Um, and they're, you know, yeah, they, they ditched, um, Diggs, but they replaced him in the draft with, um, with the wide receiver that I wanted. Uh, and they also they, yeah, they had a, they had an amazing draft and that refilled any questions that were, were on the team. Um, I, I, I think that's, I think. I think they're potentially the second best team in the NFL, right behind the Saints, in terms of all around depth and, and all around quality. Um, so I, I don't think we beat them. I'm in Matt. I'm in Matt's camp on this one. Kirk Cousins is a good enough quarterback. He just won't win any playoff games for you. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 
we'll pick up uh, we'll pick up the pace for Stefan Diggs, and um, uh, uh, you know I mean they're just going to turn to running more than than passing, and that's a good thing for them. So yeah, I'm not that worried yeah. about it. Um, I, I believe Tielsen will be back for the passing game, um, but but I think it's going to be a run oriented offense a lot more. Um, defensively, uh, I there's no weakness. We're not getting anything. This is going to be a loss and it's not going to be, it's not going to be even close. It's going to be ugly. Uh, wow. That's, that's my first Seahawk loss on the schedule. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, this is, this is a go find something better to do. Cause uh, nobody on the Seahawks offensive line can stop uh, Linval Joseph. Sorry, but we have tw- we have twenty new players on offensive line. I'm oh, sure okay. m- m- miracles <laughs> can, do happen. <laughs> can we play all twenty of them at the same time? That's what we. Who knows with Pete Her- Pete Carroll? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So week uh, week six is a bye. So okay. I was wondering. I was wondering. Like, do we not get a week six? What's going on here? <laughs> um, oh well, let's talk about that. That's not cool. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Too early? That's too early. Uh, Especially considering the last, like, five, well, we don't have a murderer's row like we did last year, necessarily. Yeah, but, you know, I still kind of, I still kind of like it when you have, like, a week eight, something that breaks the season up a little bit. It's not front-loaded. It's not back-loaded. Week six just seems too early. Not as bad as week four. We've had that before. Um, yeah, week four is ridiculous. I don't know why they have people having buys in week four. But going in, not fair. going into the buy, Matt, you have the Seahawks at four and two. So like you have them at five and one. Uh, I have them at five and one. This is a change. What? I'm actually optimistic about this team. Um, no, I have I have us at uh, I'm at three and two. Brian's oh, at two. four, one, and you're in four and one. I can't be because week six is. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay, we'll just let Matt keep score because I, uh... I, I I've got it. I've got it up on our shared screen. So, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for doing thank that. Um, okay, great. Uh, week seven then. Um, Arizona. It's a trip to the Valley of the Sun in October, and uh, they got Kyler Murray. You guys excited about Kyler Murray and? Uh, Oh, the receiver that they just got, uh, Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. who actually is worth getting excited about. Yep. What do you He's guys? The only player on their team worth getting excited about. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald. I like. And they're they're the guy that got drafted on defense, Isaiah Simmons. He's going to yeah, man, freaking be dominant. No, we we're not going to talk about Isaiah Simmons because I'm I'm still upset that he fell to them. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, no, you, you make a good point about Larry Fitzgerald. Even it doesn't matter if Larry Fitzgerald is is you know lost three steps at this point. He's still Larry Fitzgerald, the second greatest wide receiver of all time. He finds a way to make plays, and so he's always a legit threat, no matter what. Uh, and DeAndre Hopkins is one of the top three receivers in the game at the moment. So that I mean that makes their wide receiving their wide receiver core very dangerous. And can our secondary hold against them? What do you think, Solak? I think coming off a bye week, and it's pretty early in the season, I don't anticipate any real injuries. So I think Seahawks are going to win this one probably 27 to 21. 
It'll be close, but we'll pull it out. Uh, count, uh, count me is on board for the Cardinals bandwagon. Uh, Seahawks, Seahawks lose this one. Uh, it, two reasons. Uh, one, the, the idiocy in picking a linebacker who can't cover anybody in the first round will, will, will kick us in, will bite us in the backside because, uh, teams in the AFC, I'm sorry, Teams in the NFC West, like the Cardinals, can throw receiver after receiver at you. Um, it, 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 it's it's annoying to me, in the respect that in the respect that um, we knew what the problems were, and that's pass defense didn't address didn't address any of it. Well, maybe we got some pass rushers, but I, I don't I don't see us being able to spot up Fitzgerald. I don't see us being able to spot up uh, Hopkins. And uh, I don't know much about their other receivers, but people are going to get wide open all over the place, and it's going to be annoying. And unlike Matt Page, I actually believe in Kyler Murray. They got a good running back, too. I don't mean to interrupt your spiel there, but what they got Kenny and Drake back, too. I forgot about him, but I'll still stick with my pick. But Cardinals are going to be a lot better this year. Yeah. Well, the other thing to keep in mind is their defense is going to be a lot better. We talked about the – we talked about the uh, guy out of Clemson, Isaiah Stewart, who was the uh, number one athlete in in the um, draft. But we, we didn't talk about a couple extra Washington Huskies <clears throat> in Byron Murphy and Buda Baker on that in that defensive backfield. And then uh, we also didn't talk about a guy with 19 sacks last year in Chandler Jones. Oh, what a trade that, that, for them! That was a great trade for them. That was Ooh. a great trade for them. Yeah, for uh, yep. from the Patriots. Yeah. Um, I know Patrick Peterson's not doing much anymore, but you know, I, I, I don't see it. You know, I don't see a stop in this team. It's a loss. It's a loss guys. Sorry. Um, I have to say that this is going to be a loss as well. Um, it's going to be because of J.R. Sweezy. Uh, I mean, you know, (laughs) yeah, he's their right guard now. I mean, we can't stop him. We're not going to stop this team. I mean, you can't you even handle sar- Okay, you're being sarcastic, obviously. I'm kind of. I like J.R. Sweezy, but no, he's not gonna. He's not gonna be this. Like, we always. <laughs> this is my. This is my pick to fail. We always. We always blew an easy game. We always do. It's always frustrating. It's always annoying. It's always against a team we should absolutely dominate every year. And this is my pick to to pick to fail this week at, in Arizona after a bye week. Uh, they'll be sufficiently prepared. They'll be hosting us. It'll be their their turf, and I think I think we'll 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 fumble it, and we'll lose. You know, bye bye touchdown. All right, guys. Week after that is, of course, the San Francisco 49ers, the defending NFC champs. Uh, we're gonna get them here at home. Uh, it's gonna be off that Arizona game. What do you guys think of What do you guys think of this? Uh, we're gonna win that game. I know, I, I know. You're, you're like, what? Because you just lost to the Cardinals. But uh, no, I, I think we're going to split with the 49ers this year. I think it's going to be a. Uh, it's great to see the rivalry back in the level it is now again. And um, I think we're going to take our home, and they're going to take their home, and and uh, and, and so forth. So uh, I think um, I think we're going to be able to hang tight because I don't. I don't believe Jimmy G is a quarterback in the NFL. And um, I also uh, 
think that there are some athletes that are covering for him in terms of, you know, picking up for his lack of talent. Um, but uh, I think uh, I think we'll walk over them when we're at home because we'll have that home field advantage, the 12th man, and we'll struggle without it when we don't have it. So, like, is that what you thought? Did you did you go, what? You just said, <laughs> is, that, is that what you were thinking? Uh, what I'm thinking is the 49ers are going to win this football game they're going to come up into Seattle and they're going to win probably they'll get an early lead and we'll do our usual try to come back in the fourth quarter, but it'll be too little too late. And 49ers will probably win by at least 10 points. I just, they're a better football team than we are. Yeah. So I did not, uh, I, I did not think, uh, bleh, no, that's not, that's not what I was thinking. Matt. What, I was, <laughs> what I was doing was I was shaking my head and going, of course, Matt said we'd win. We will not win. This is going to be a blowout. The doors are going to be are going to be blown off. Uh, we can't stop George Kittle. We got nobody that can stop him. This uh, nope. th- th- this first round draft pick that we have that's supposed to be so amazing and is you know we're obviously geniuses for drafting drafting him. Jordan Brooks, um, he can't cover anybody. He can't cover, and he can't rush. Yeah. So what does he do? Exactly. Uh, one of our big weaknesses last year was covering the uh, tight end. The fact of the matter is K.J. Wright is losing a step. There is a reason why they want to put him on the strong. Uh, that's, there's a reason why they want to move him so he's more supporting the run than he is the pass. They're going to switch him from weak side to strong side. And it, it's he can't cover this guy. Bobby Wagner can't do it by himself. And the defensive backfield uh, needs, needs a pass rush, and I don't see us getting past that offensive line. Additionally... They have the 49ers have one of those type of offenses I wish I had. And that's a team where you don't have a thousand yard rusher. You have you have three guys. Uh, now let's see if I can remember them. <laughs> I, I muffed it up two weeks ago. Uh they have okay. Coleman, Breda. <laughs> Coleman, Breda. Who's the third guy? Uh Moser. Moser. They traded one guy. They Moser. traded Breda, I thought. Oh, did they got traded. Oh, they did. They did. Okay. But they still have Mozart and they still have Coleman. And, uh, and, uh, and what am I missing? There's a bunch of people in the, in the, in the, in the fight, but one of them is a UW Husky. Did they, did they pick up Savon Ahmed? Yeah, they did. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, cool. Uh, McKinnon, McKinnon is the one that's probably going to go win the job. Okay, cool. But still they had two guys that, they didn't run for a thousand yards, but if you add if you added uh, their three top runners last year, um, it was two thousand yards for the three of them. So I mean, like, ooh, I love that. That's a that's a great way to go. And they they got uh, Debo Samuel, and they picked up a guy in the draft as well. Just loaded. We can't stop them. We're getting crushed, and their defense ain't half bad either. So there. <laughs> uh, okay. Week week nine week nine. Uh, let me get my list back up here. That's Buffalo at Buffalo, November eighth. Possibly snow. What do you guys think of this Buffalo Bills? Let uh, Josh. Lots, I'll go. go we're, we're going to lose to Buffalo. Buffalo's a good team on the rise. Obviously, they have a better chance to win their division this year now. New England rebuilding. Um, I, I I see us falling behind early and once again and trying to play catch up, but it'll be too little too late. Buffalo's got a decent offense. Josh Allen isn't the best quarterback, but he's a decent quarterback. Their 
defense has always been strong. I, I, Buffalo's going to win probably 34 to 17 in a blowout. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't have them as a blowout, but I do have us losing. Um, like you said, that they've always had really good defense, but, uh, uh, you know, offense, Josh Allen's really – I've been impressed with him. I thought he would be kind of a bust, but he's actually doing pretty well. And don't forget, they added Stephon Diggs to their receiver core. They had Beasley that was really good last year, and they've got a couple of the guys that are underappreciated. Um, they got Singletary and Ma. They got added Zach Moss in the draft, a running back. Um, so they've got some, they've got some, some tools. Um, for uh, success uh, on offense now that they complement their defense. And we'll be at, we'll be in Buffalo in the cold. Um, when it, what, what's the date on it? The date on it November is 6? November 6th. November 8th. 8th, sorry. Uh, yeah, it'll be, it might, it'll, we might be under a foot of snow at that point already. I mean, you know, I don't know how well we're going to be playing in the snow. Yes, we we play. You know, we're up north here in Seattle, but we it's a mild climate here. It's nothing like Buffalo's climate. It'll so, be cold. Anyway, I, It'll be cold. Um, they got a fearsome pass rush with Jordan Phillips and Trent Murphy and those guys. They got, like you said, they have uh, um, on offense Diggs. Uh, they have Devin Singletary. They have yeah, uh, they have John Brown now. Um, Cole Beasley. Yeah. I mean, they just have like star offensive player. I think Frank Gore left, if I remember right. I think he Frank left. Frank Gore is somewhere else. He signed last week somewhere else. He's with the, Jet, the Jets. He signed with. He's with the Jets. Okay. okay, yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is a this is a team that uh, they're they're on the they're on the up up and up, and uh, Seahawks do not win this one. Um, I know we haven't lost a game in the Eastern Time Zone since 2016. We're gonna lose this one. Let's see here. And Matt, thanks for keeping score. So that gives, uh, oh, I got them as like a four and four record right now. Brian's still quite optimistic. He's got him at five, well, five and three. Abe, you had, you had him starting four and oh, and then going <laughs> oh and four. <laughs> I, I am also at four and four. Brian's at five and three. Yes, at the moment. Right on. But we have eight more games. We do. Week 10. Week 10. Let's get to that. Uh, what are, um, why do I keep putting At this piece the of paper? Thank you. Right? I'm just going to leave this paper up on my desk and not <laughs> keep it. Uh-huh. Uh, November, <laughs> November, no, week, week 10, November 15th at the Ram. Yeah. By the way, if college football does play, which I'm doubting will happen, but if it does, uh, that's also the same day that, uh, UW plays USC at USC. Wazoo plays UCLA at UCLA. So if you're a football fan from the Seattle area, um, that'd be a fun little trip, wouldn't it, to to catch to catch your favorite uh, college team and and uh, the Seahawks. Oh, same weekend. I'm like, okay, that's not the same day, but yeah. Well, no, on Saturday. Saturday and yeah, yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be a fun little trip. But anyway, um, uh, what do you guys think about? Uh, in my opinion, the will be gone Rams. <laughs> Seahawks are going to win. Uh, still going to be a tough battle, but Seahawks are going to win. Uh, it'll probably be a close game, something 
perhaps 24 to 20, but the Seahawks will pull it out. Um, I agree that it'll be closer than it should be, but yeah, the Seahawks will definitely win. It will be, it will be closer than it should be, as I said. So the Rams are paying for their sins of going to the Super Bowl. They, they went all out. It was a nice try. They wanted to get, uh, they just moved to Los Angeles. Uh, Los Angeles. They wanted to get Los Angeles fans on board and not bail and go be a Chargers fan. Uh, nice try, nice try, but but uh, well, it was it was the right thing to do. You go all in when you have it when you have a chance. I mean, yeah. they put all their chips on the table and now they're paying for it. Yeah, like you said. And rebuilding year. This is just a this is a season where they might want to just try to suck if I were them, and you know get some draft capital next year and. Prepare for 2021. Maybe if you're the Rams, you hope for COVID-19 to take out the season. You know? Because <laughs> this is this is a season where you're, if you're them, you're hovering at about a 6-10 and 10 to maybe a 9-7 and seven season. Um, so do you want to be good enough just to miss the playoffs? Or do you want to, do you want to just suck and get a good team? It depends on your, depends on your frame of mind. I mean, if you're the type of person that, you know, it's like, no, I still want to try. Um, they're going to get you about nine and seven at your, at your top level. Um, I think I kind of go the other way if I'm a Rams fan. I think I just, you know, start selling off assets, sell off. Uh, uh, I mean, they, they sent uh, Brandon Cooks off to the, um, where'd they send Texans. Texans? That's right. You know, maybe you start looking at Robert reaction. Woods, Robert Woods and Cooper cup, you know, why give them a second contract? Why not just sell them off now? Uh, see what you can get for them. But Cooper Cup is the only talent you have left on offense. Uh, understood. But if I'm operating out of the frame of mind of 2021 or 2022, um, you know why worry about why worry about a second contract on some of these guys? They have no running back. They have no. In my opinion, Jared Goff is average at best. I mean, these are contracts that I'd like to get out from underneath if I'm them. Well, they were dumb to sign Goff for that much money to begin with. They were, they were. They might be, they might have to bite the bullet at some point. Well, it sounds like we all got wins on that that one though. So um, let's go. Let's go back to the Arizona Cardinals, but this time they play in Seattle, and I know they win up here in Seattle. Then again, we win down there in Arizona. New season, new players, whatnot. Um, Seahawks are nine and one under Pete Carroll. Uh, on Thursdays, this is going to be a Thursday night game. Uh, what do you guys think? This is an absolute easy win. We blow them out. We destroy them. Make up for the game before when we were stupid and lost. I disagree. I think the short week and Seahawks are going to be licking their chops, looking at, at the next five, six games in a row where they should should go 6-0, but they're not going to. Um, Cardinals are going to come in and steal this one in our house like they have in the past and oh probably be another high scoring affair and but cardinals will win probably 34 to 31 uh because this kind of thing happens all the time with the seahawks and the cardinals uh i'm going with a tie and it'll, (laughs) it'll be something stupid like it was about four years ago when it was Six to three, something like that. 
<laughs> so I'm going with the tie. So Matt, you got to mark down tie. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Fair enough. That could happen. We 12, we fly back out on East. God, we got a lot of East coast teams this year. Um, Monday night football, Monday night football against the Philadelphia Eagles. What do you guys think about the Eagles who, who we defeated in a wild card win last season when Carson Wentz went down and one of the, uh, one of the 300, uh, uh, McCown brothers showed up to play quarterback. <laughs> uh, that was Josh. Who knows? Yeah. There's so I many. He, played, he, oh, he, had, he tore his, he tore his like grind muscle or whatever during the game, but kept playing cause they didn't have a, <laughs> they didn't have a third quarterback. I was pretty impressed with him actually. He sucked it out. Yeah. There's, but, there's Josh, there's Luke, there's Cade. Who knows which one it is? Maybe it was Luke. Maybe. <laughs> they're like the remember. they're anyway. like the Baldwins. There's just so many of them. Yeah, but Billy is the best. <laughs> Billy McCown or Billy Baldwin? No, Billy Baldwin. Okay. Uh, um, Who wins anyway, this one, guys? Who wins this uh, one? Again? I will I will jump out in front and I will say this is a loss. Um I don't see us winning when this team is healthy. This roster is too good to not just destroy. Um, you know, you got you got Deshaun Jackson's back again, right? Isn't he? He'll be hurt by then, though. <laughs> well, he got hurt in like week two, and then they didn't have any wide receivers all year because Deshaun Jeffrey was already out. If Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson are healthy and on the field, this 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 team is is very 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 dangerous. And with Zach Ertz also at tight end, if he's healthy and on the field, um, they've got a defense that's good enough to stop us. And they've got an offense that's good enough to destroy us. Uh, I I just don't see us winning this one. Select. I disagree. I di- I'm going to go next. Interrupt. Sorry. I'm going to. I disagree. Highly disagree. We're going to. We went two and zero at Philly last year. We're going to win this. Win it this year. A quick shout out to one of our top listeners, by the way, and top followers, Dave Chambers, who's a Philadelphia Eagle fan, but. Seahawks are going to roll on you guys and we'll probably win by 10 points at least on that Monday night game. Seahawks. Hey, Dave Chambers, now now is the time to, to make him like put up money or a beer for that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> bet and beer. I like to bet and beer. It's legal. Oh my and, God. Uh, legal, yep. I think I owe you guys, I think I owe four beers can- from the, uh, from the draft party. The draft. Or you can yep. do a straw bet where you where you you have to go to the store, you have to go to a bar with him and he has to order a straw with his beer and make <laughs> him drink the beer through the straw and be embarrassed. Well, I anyway. well, I owe you guys uh, I owe you guys beers because I got most of the draft picks wrong. Um, yes, you did. Because I went with my head and not stupid things like Packers getting a quarterback. Um, I don't think anyone had that. So it's okay. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, no, Zach Ertz catches all over this defense. We are going to get lit up by every tight end every week. Um, this is no, this is no, uh, different. This is no different at all. And I, I don't like, you know, I, I, I don't like the defense, uh, that we have, you know, to, to cover, to cover Carson, not to cover what Carson Wentz, to pass rush Carson, Carson Wentz. So I, I see us getting lit up by a quarterback who has too much time in the pocket. So it's a loss. Okay. 
All right. Week 13 against the New York Giants in Seattle, December 6th. Saquon Barkley, Barkley comes to Seattle. What do you guys think? Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Uh, this is going to be an easy win. Uh, other than Barkley, they don't have anyone. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Really, they, they have one player on their team. And they drafted a new quarterback last year, and I'm not impressed with him either. So, yeah. I can't even name a wide receiver on their team. Golden Tate. I still can't name a wide receiver <laughs> on their team. <laughs> I, I agree. It should be an easy victory. I think the Giants, believe it or not, are going to actually give us a game for the first three quarters, and then we're going to pull away at the end just because we don't know how to stop good quality running backs like Barkley. So... I'd say we went, pull it out. We went by probably 10 points. Uh, did, did they keep Marcus Golden? Does anybody know? Marcus Golden. Supposedly, he's still listed right now on their depth chart. Okay, so I, I was going to say that, that, was a, that was a player that made uh, an impression with me last year. Uh, he, he had... Uh, I think he led him in sacks. He had double-digit sacks. Uh, it's, it's still up in the air, apparently. Oh, is he a free agent? They gave him a UFA tender, which means that he can only play for the Giants if no other team opts to sign him by, 22nd, by the 22nd of July. So I guess he's still out there, Come on, Seahawks, but he probably will be a Giant. He hasn't been signed yet. Come on, Seahawks. Make an offer. <laughs> anyway, uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> or Everson Griffin. Somebody, anybody. Um, but, I mean, like, other, uh, I really like him. That defense was terrible last year. There, there was nothing to that defense, and you know it. it, it it's going to be a case where we're just going to run all over them. Uh, they were, they were ranked. Um, oh, I looked it up the other day. It was something like dead last in points allowed. So, uh, there it is. I found it. Marcus Golden. You're right. He's on, on um, he's on a tender. So we'd have to give, we'd have to give up fair value for him, right? Uh, or they get a compensatory draft pick or something, don't they? I, I don't think know. They, I think they get our draft pick. I thought not our first round. I don't think. Well, is it, I think third round's the max you can get, right? Yeah, it would be it'd be a later round pick. Cause okay, I would do it. Franchise that gives up the first round pick. Yeah. My guess though is he wants a lot of money. Be my guess. Oh, he does. He does. Yes. Okay. And he's uh, willing to hold out apparently. Hmm. Go get him, guys. Anyway, uh, I I don't except for Saquon Barkley. I don't like this team. The like Matt said, uh, name a name a receiver. The only reason why I knew one was obviously Golden Tate used to play for the Seahawks, um, and I was looking for him on fantasy. I was looking for fantasy players late in the season last year. <laughs> this is an easy win. This is an easy win. Come on, I mean, uh, oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it it's almost as easy as the next week where we play the Jets at home. What do you guys think about uh, George Fant coming back to play his former team? Who cares? It's going to be a blowout. No discussion here at all. Seahawks are going to blow the Jets out of the water. I think the Jets are one of the worst teams in the NFL. Matt? Um, I would have to agree because they really are that bad. I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, Sam Darnold. I mean, seriously? And they, they paid how much money for Le'Veon Bell and he didn't really produce? 
Um, I mean, their their number one wideout is Brashad Perryman. Brashad Perryman. Have you ever heard of Brashad Perryman? I remember him when he was drafted a long time ago, but he has not ever put up any numbers that remotely come close to number one. Wasn't there a Brett, uh, wasn't there a Brett Perryman that played for the Detroit Lions? Yeah, it's his son. It's his son. Is that right? Okay. okay. Yeah. Good. Um. The the Ravens drafted Perriman like four year five years ago. So they're top. He, re- didn't, he didn't. I thought their top receiver was Jameson Crowder. Uh. Well, he's listed as a number two on this depth chart. But yeah, it was he, uh, it was Robbie Anderson from last year, but they let him go. I thought he was a kicker. Oh yeah, and then and then they just they uh they just broke Quincy Anunwa this like what two days ago. Uh, he's out for the season now. Whoops. So they don't have any wideouts. <laughs> All right. Um, they're 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 they are Sam Darnold handing the ball off to Le'Veon Bell and Frank Gore. That's their entire team. And when that's their entire team, they're easy to stop. Yeah. It'll be a little. It'll be an easy game for us. Well, what about Luke Falk? Can't he play? Not even on the roster. He's, He's not even on the roster? roster. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> I was rooting for him last year, but but he was no good. No. 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 no, there was nothing good about the. Actually, I think about the the, the Jets defense was uh, moderately okay. Uh, I mean, they got uh, who was that? Who was that guy? Um, Jordan Jenkins. He's a pretty good linebacker, uh, but you know, a lot of a lot of nobodies in that receiving core. A lot of nobodies uh, in the defense, and I don't know. Sam Darnold just. He just seems average. He seems like a guy, not terrible, not great, and I, I don't know. I, I don't know how much we're going to beat him by. I, I think we're going to beat the Giants by a much greater margin than the Jets, but we'll, it's it's a win nonetheless for the Seahawks. Oh yeah, W. Here comes another Patsy, the Washington Redskins. So we got. By the way, the schedule. Whoever the scheduling gods were are. Thank you. For giving us the Giants, the Jets, we were overdue. The last couple of years, last couple of years, the last like five weeks have been just murders row, murderers row. I mean, it's just been like here playoff team, playoff team, playoff team, playoff team, playoff team, and we're like, ah, we have to somehow survive. You know, <laughs> it's nice that we get, a, it's nice that we get a break for a year. Yep. Now we do got to go to their garbage stadium, where you know uh, there's potholes in their in their field, but. Um, you know, and it is another East Coast trip, which I don't know why we keep getting stuck with that. But, uh, yeah, what, what do you guys think about uh, the game against the Redskins? Um, I, it should be an easy win, but I think they're going to give us a tough game. I think the, it'll be a battle for four quarters. I don't well, – who's their new coach this year, Ron Rivera? I mean, yes. I think he'll make an impact right away with that team. I, I know they're not going to continue to win when they have that – dip piece of whatever his name is of an owner there. He's just like a Jerry Jones. Yeah. Um, until, until he sells the team, they're not going to win, but Daniel Snyder, uh, this late in the season. I mean, it scares me. What's, what's this? Who, they got that guy and who's the guy they got from Ohio state in the draft. I mean, he's going to be defensive player of the year. Yeah. He's rookie defensive player of the year at least. And I hope our line is good enough to protect Russell Wilson that day. Cause we'll be Coming near the end of the season and playoffs will be on the horizon, but I'll see. are going to win, but it's going to be close. Matt, what do you think? Um, I don't. I don't think it's going to be close. 
Uh, there's a lot of problems on this team, and it starts at the quarterback position, and it goes everywhere except the defensive end position. Um, it's, uh, you know, like they, they just filled that role. That role is taken and fine. But, but every other position, I mean, they need they need they need serious help. I'm I'm sorry to uh, to to Hoover, our our, our good friend Hoover, <laughs> but uh, the Redskins. I mean, I don't like their running back, uh, which is Juice, right? Dirt. And then yeah, uh, Juice, yeah. na- na- name one of their wideouts. I dare you. Uh, uh, Art Monk. Uh Art Monk was amazing, but no, he's not still oh, playing. Oh, okay. Hey, what about that CR? I think, he's like, what about I that think C- Art Monk is like 60. Paul Richardson, is he back there? Or no, he's a free agent, nope. wasn't he? he's a free he's agent. He's gone? Okay. Yeah, I don't know who their receivers are. Terry McLaurin and Steven Sims are listed as their one and two. Nope, never heard of them. Um, never heard of them. I and don't, J- Jeremy Sprinkle is their tight end. I don't I don't think I'm going to bother trying to learn their receivers because they're not very good. Um, I... I yeah, Darius, uh, Darius Juice and uh, Adrian Peterson are their running backs. Um, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a potent little group, but I mean, I don't think much of Dwayne Haskins, and I don't think that Kyle Kyle Allen, who just came over from the uh, came over from the Panthers, and I think I think they want Kyle Allen to win that win that spot. Uh, I don't think either of them are franchise quarterbacks. Uh, however, their defense is pretty good. I like Landon Collins, the linebacker. Uh, I also like their off, their defensive line with uh, Chase Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, and Matthew Iodinus Iod, or something like that. Uh, they're going to have some pass rush. That's going to be good. Mont- just, Montez Sweat too. He's Montez good. Sweat's pretty good. Uh, but they they they're they're bad offensively. They are really really bad. Dead. Dead last in passing, I believe it was. Uh, Haskins isn't good. Uh, he's Haskins is so bad they 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 summoned the corpse of Case Keenum from the graveyard to play to play quarterback. You know. <laughs> well, um, there's don't forget there is the ghost of Alex Smith to still potentially cloud things. Oh, That's I think right. I, I saw an article. I think he's done. Done. Anyway, uh, anyway, they, they, it's the quarterback is a mess. They they they're not going to win. It's it's Seahawks all the way. Um, I wanted to I wanted to add a note here. Why is this loading still? Um, I can't find Adrian Peterson on any depth chart. It says he's still supposedly with the team on Wikipedia, but uh, he's not on any depth chart that I can find. Oh, weird. Um, last I heard, he was still on the team. You know who who else who is on the depth chart? JD McKissick, hey, and Bryce Love. How about that? Um, they got a nice little running back core there. Yeah, um, Bryce Love, who should have who should have came out a year early, by the way. Yeah, he should have. But anyway, um, yeah, so. Yeah, okay, there's okay, Peterson's on the roster on ESPN, but yeah, the depth charts aren't showing him any anywhere. It's weird. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there's not much left in the tank there anyway. No, but the idea is Darius Juice is supposed to take over the starting yeah, running back. He's the, he's the number one guy, yeah. And then Peterson can just be like, you know, five carries a game or something like that. Ten carries a game. Um 
All right, let's get to week 16 and those Los Angeles Rams. Um, this time this time we host them. And what do you guys think uh, going into week 16? The win, the win, win, win. Once again, the Rams suck. And we're going to win both games against them this year. I agree. It should be an easy win this time. Yeah. So uh, probably – First half might be competitive, but that's about it. Rams are good for nothing this year, so <laughs> Seahawks win. Yeah, that's that's an easy win. Um, I'm honestly of the opinion that the Rams will be out of it, and they're kind of just they're kind of just looking at. Uh, they might intentionally kind of throw it exactly. to get a better draft pick. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, not the not the intentional throw it like we're gonna down the ball every time, but they'll. They'll put in backups. They'll see what other running backs or, you know, quarterbacks they might have access to. All right, guys, uh, last game of the year, week 17. That's at San Francisco. Before we before we get into our picks, where are we at score-wise, Matt? Um, we are at uh, mine right now, so I'm, what, I'm 10 and 5. Okay. Brian so that's playoffs. That's playoffs. 11 and 4. Okay, that's playoffs also. And you are 9 and six. What? 5 and 1. Oh, that's right. I had to tie. 9, 5 and 1. Yes. <laughs> what do we think yeah. about this last game, guys? Because this could be this could be a matter of based off of what you guys said, it could be anywhere from NFC West Championship to wild card to missing the playoffs altogether. Um, I have us losing. Um, we we won the earlier game when it when it was at our house against the Niners, and I have us splitting the series and losing losing it at San Francisco on the final final game of the season. So ten and six season, huh? Ten and six season for Matt. Yes. I'm gonna. Oh, before you get to I'm it, gonna, select before you get to yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. So Matt, does that mean we're in the playoffs? It means we're we are a wild card team. Right on. All right, select. I'm going to go with the loss again. Um, I do see a possibility, though, the 49ers are actually clinching the division by that, you know, maybe two weeks before the final game to where they could sit most of their starters and we might have a chance to win. But realistically, I think we're going to lose this game. It's going to be close because our rivalry is back, like Matt said earlier. But I, I, I think we're going to lose this game realistically and the playoff uh so that puts them at 11 and 5 what, what are your playoff implications there i am i would say definitely they're in um what are we doing we're doing the seventh seed this year i mean uh, nfc is pretty darn good but i, I possibly hosting a, one game at home I, I don't remember how it works out but possibly hosting week one of the playoffs at home but we're definitely in the playoffs yeah, I hope you're right. I hope it's a scenario where on January 3rd, the, the Niners have already wrapped everything up and they're just, you know, they're taking their foot off the pedal and we can get the win. We will not get the win, though, because I'm sure the Cardinals will make things a little bit more, uh, a little more high stakes. Adding that extra playoff team is going to add a lot more verve into teams like maybe the Rams who might be on the verge of getting in. Nine uh, nine wins is, is what I think we have. That's where we're staying. 
that's a loss. So I have nine, what, nine, six, and one? And, yeah. we, and we missed the playoffs. Wow. Okay. On an easy schedule. Wow. All right. Yeah. I don't think the we'll, – We'll have to remind you of this. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> – yeah. I don't think the schedule is easy, guys. I mean, it, it, this is – this there there is a cream puff aspect in the back half of that, that season. But I think we're going to get our – I had a stretch where we're going to get our brains kicked in. And, you know, it, it's – there's – there's tough teams on here, so I. And again, we're making these we're making these uh, calculations on May 9th <laughs> rather true, than true. September, <laughs> like September 9th, which is probably that's when we... true. It all might all change. Yeah, <laughs> you know who knows? The Jets could completely become a juggernaut between now and then. Well, it's not going to happen, but wow, it could. Come on, and Santa Claus could uh, could come down my chimney now and uh, and give me some. Honey Nut Cheerios, but yeah. That, that, that was strange <laughs> in May, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's not uh, going to happen in May. And, and because you don't have a chimney. I do have a chimney. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I never That's use it. you do. I no. never use it because, you know, actual electric heat works better. Uh, but, oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, like, um, I, I I don't know, guys. Like, I, I just kind of feel like uh, we. We, the cream puff part of it is going to keep us in it. I don't like our prospects against the NFC West. I think I listed on there where we don't win against the Cardinals or the 49ers in, in each game. So I I don't know. I, I think we've lost our position as the number two team. Okay. To the Cardinals? Yeah. Wow. You really do like Kyler Murray. I really do like Kyler Murray, and add on top of that, he gets to throw to Fitzgerald, Larry Fitzgerald, and Dwayne Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, yes, I, there isn't. Yeah, there isn't an easier situation for a quarterback <laughs> in the NFL. That's true. They were the, you know, the one of the greatest of all time, and and one of the current top top, you know, two or three in the in the game. Yeah, you you really can't go wrong <laughs> and then uh, uh, get, 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 get the man a tight end and you know a top tight end and yeah i could see it well they're not going to get a tight end though that's a run and shoot offense that not run and shoot yeah uh air raid sorry um it's an air raid offense that uh that klingler wants to run down there so the, well, get him an offensive line then yeah they're, they're they're getting there on the offensive line they're they're yeah they're they're getting there, and considering the Seahawks can't pass rush anyone worth a darn, eh, you know, what does it really matter? Um, I don't know. I, I I don't like the outlook. You guys are a lot more optimistic than I am. Uh, maybe that seventh, maybe that seventh position might help us, but I feel like it might also help teams like the Rams. Um, just anybody who gets hot a little bit late in the season you know, might be able to sneak in. It will. Well, I think, it'll, yeah, it'll have the added impact of like, like you said, the Rams, it might, it might keep them competitive. It might make them try harder later in the season. Like, like when they should be tearing it down. So it will, yeah, it might add, it might add some competitiveness like you're saying. And so like, that's the benefit right to the NFL for adding, even though I hate watering down playoffs, that's the benefit to the NFL, right? Is, 
those borderline teams, you get their fan bases interested. Oh, hundred percent is. And I think I wasn't sure if I was a fan at first, but I'm actually looking forward to it. And I, I think the, I mean, not like the playoffs are already fun to watch, but I think it's going to be more, make it more exciting. And like you said, it, it brings excitement to those worst teams that have a chance to make it this year. I mean, it just creates a lot of excitement for sure. I got a question. Can we talk something else real quick? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, I shared an article on 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 Facebook on Shell Sports Union. Hopefully, people will read it. But uh, it was written to the fact they're talking about the Seahawks offense this year, and there's going to be a passing game coordinator. And then we also got the quarterbacks coach, the former player Austin Davis. I mean. I, I've never heard of a passing game coordinator. Is that going to relieve some of Schottenheimer's duties so he can focus on other things? Or, I mean, is this, should I, should this be a big deal or am I overreacting? I just thought, thought that was kind of interesting. I'm worried. I'm really worried about that because back when, uh, uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Daryl Bevel. Bevel. Yeah, when Bevel was here. They actually split the offense down the middle and they let uh, Tom Cable run the running game and they let Daryl Bevel run the passing game. And you ended up in situations where the two were at odds and you had, just look at it. I mean, just, just look at uh, how the Seahawks had like a passing game mentality, but a running game personnel you know it, it just yeah it, it i i worry when they start coming up with stuff like this because it needs to be a unified vision and just kind of segmenting things off like this specializing i, I don't like that concept well theoretically pete carroll should be keeping them in line that's his job you know he's, True. he's keeping them on committed to the same vision in theory um, but I think what this shows is, is Schottenheimer needs a little help with the uh, passing game. And, and I could have told you that, I, you know, I would have picked someone else to be my coordinator a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, I mean, far too often on passing downs and on passing plays, we rely on Russell Wilson and his legs to extend plays and just, you know, hope that the receivers find a way to get open downfield. They, they, they tire out the defenders and they, and they somehow get open. And Russell Wilson can't do that forever. We need to actually have a coherent passing plan. So if that, if, if they bring in someone experienced for that and they, and they actually implement a real coherent strategy and it reduces the number of plays where Russell's scrambling for his life, and then hurling it 40 yards downfield for no reason on these low percentage pass plays, um, then I think it's a good thing. Okay. Well, I I appreciate you guys' response. I, another quick well, question. No, I, I, I got one. I, I got one rebuttal to that. Um, okay, okay, go ahead. I, I don't. I I don't think that we relied on uh, Wilson to do something. Uh, rather. I think the plays, the passing plays were just too long developing. Like it, it just things broke down because the offensive line couldn't hold their, couldn't hold their man. Now Wilson's running around. Now the receivers are running around. 
And how many times have you guys, I'd like you to go through and count how many texts I sent you guys. Why can't we throw a damn screen pass or a slant? Oh, I know. It, that, I that, that, that's the problem. It's these, these broken plays are happening like every single passing down, it seems like. It's getting it, worse as, as, yeah, it's getting worse. And, and Russell is going to lose a step at some point, and he's going to take a major hit. And it's going to end his running part of his career. And so we need, we need to protect him better. And then what you can do is you can use his legs as a threat and not as, a con- not as like basically the primary motor of this offense. Yeah. Or we can uh, say well, with that, well, with that said, I'm reading more of this article. Uh, another reason why for this passing game coordinator, they're looking into ideas, possibly a more up-tempo offense for Wilson and the boys. Good. Can you see that happening? Do you like that idea? Love this idea. I, I, I have thought to myself, you know, with just in general, in general football philosophy, why can't a team – vary up the pace of play to match to match the situation uh, or to break out of a rut. For example, your love, your, the love of your life, uh, Brian Solak, uh, not your wife, rather it's the Wazoo Cougars. Um, okay. Right. I assume that's the hierarchy of what you love in life. Wazoo Cougar football at the top, everything else down below. Um uh, <laughs> And then finally, at the end, Matt and myself. Uh, uh, but- um, wait a second. Wait a second. Is, is Abraham endorsing a gimmick for his offense? No. Because I, I, exact I know, opposite. I know a team exact that opposite. does that. Exact that gets opposite. accused of being a gimmick. Well, they they are gimmicks. I, I'll get to that. Uh, I am no, doing the exact opposite. Decade, I'm getting okay. on Mike Leach for never slowing down the damn tempo when you got the game one. There's no reason why the Cougars should have lost to UCLA last year. They, I, 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 Matt, I made the joke about, uh, I made the joke oh, yeah. about the Alamo bowl about four years ago. All Oregon had to do was down the ball. Every, oh, every play in the oh, second half I, and they would have won the game. So yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't know why the CX insist on running such a slow tempo when, you know, you just watch a defense on the other side, shuttle in player after player uh, who's fresh it's like, no, you know what? Vary this thing up, you know. Uh, they, they, well, that that goes to what so I, I've, I've mentioned. Well, what, I, what I've mentioned plenty of times, and I know, Abe, you've, you've agreed with this concept in the past. It's, it's something the Patriots always do, and I've seen the Packers use it, and the Ducks in, in college football have used it to, to, to very good success. You, you have five or six plays already set up at the beginning of the game, and everyone knows. And say you make a long pass first down, you run to the line and the, and the quarterback says, play number five or whatever. And then you run a play immediately as soon as the ball gets put down and you have your defense on a back foot right there. You oh, just, yeah. They've just let up a first down and now they've got to try and figure out and defend real fast again. And they couldn't sub anyone in because it was going too fast. And it's something simple. It's real simple to implement and it would really help their offense. I don't know why they won't do it. It's just, I mean, you have five or six plays, and you just you just have Russell yell, play number five, and then everyone gets to the line, and then, then you snap the ball, and maybe it's just that run up the, rubbing up the gut. But the defense has to react. And yeah. if the defense is reacting to you, then, then you're going to win. Well said. 
Anyway, those are my questions. Those are your questions? All right, great. Well, we are running out of time, and I want to thank everybody for listening to us as we broke down the Seahawks season. I'm sure that all of you guys out there probably hate my selection, so feel free to leave comments (laughs) for us. (laughs) Check us, check out the... (laughs) Feel free to boo me. It's fine. Go to, in fact, go to Seattle Sports Union uh, on uh, Facebook and, and let me know what let me know what you think of me. Um, as well, check I'm going to drive by your house and boo you from my car. <laughs> as well, boo. as well, check us out at Seattle Sports U on Twitter. Check us out, SeattleSportsUnion.com uh, for all our great articles. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Have a good night, everyone. 